Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Sky Brown. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. We are having our weekly Bible slash life study today. I hope everybody is having a great, prosperous day. My friend uh, Ty Howard from Baltimore, he always says, make today an A day. Uh, that's what Ty always says, and I, and I firmly believe that. Try to make today your A day. As I always say, Today is the day to create the life that you truly want. And and sometimes that's a little bit foreign to people. Um, we really can and we really do have the power to create the life that we truly want to live. And a lot of people um, may not feel that way, but I certainly do. A lot of times we may get tossed and turned and, and bumped around by life, but you know what, at the end of the day, um, I always tell my kids, too, the lives we lead are based upon the decisions that we make. So, you know, sometimes if if you're leading a, a crappy life, you have to look at uh, possibly what did you do to cause it. And it, it may sound a little harsh, but um, I, I truly, truly believe the lives we lead are based upon the decisions that we make. And it, it really speaks to our ability to make reasonable and sound decisions. And I definitely feel um, firmly in, in my heart that we need to rely on God as much as we can, especially when it comes time to make decisions. Because we, you know, I tell you all, I, I put it on my Facebook page, I am just not that smart. So I really believe that we have to, uh, you know, make make good decisions, make decisions based on the Word of God as best we can. Nobody's perfect. And, um, you know, just be alert to, to all of the things that do go on in the world and be alert to all of the possibilities that are around us. So on that note, I, I want to share with you our scripture reference for today it comes from the book of Matthew, um, chapter 13, verse 24 to 29, and I will put that in the chat room in a second. And it really speaks to the parable of the sower and the parable of the weeds. I'm reading from the Leadership Bible that I have used for many, many years. I absolutely love it um, because I, I do believe we have to take leadership in our own lives. Um, a lot of times we want to defer to God and, 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 and point the blame and finger at God when we really need to be the, the leader in our own lives. So uh, the parable is really about, um, well, I'm going to read it to you in a second, uh, but about the sower and the weeds. But uh, the, what I really want you to take away from this is, is in chapter, in verse 25, excuse me, and I'll read that in a second, where it says, everyone was sleeping and the enemy came. We always have to be on point and we always have to be on guard because the minute you start chilling and laying back in the cut and not paying attention, that's when you kind of invite um, things that are not very desirable into our lives. So I'm going to get into a little bit of music, and on the other side, we're going to get right into our scripture. We're going to get right into our lesson for today. Thank you to everybody who's listening. And, of course, the show is available um, through download, through iTunes. So uh, it's your girl, Cy Brown, and today is our weekly Bible study, Sleep and the Enemy Will Come.
Hi, everybody, for listening. Um, Paranoia just put in the chat room. How's your morning so far? I am starting my morning off in a very happy way. It's a beautiful day here in New York. The sun is shining. God is good and always smiling in our lives um, today. Thank you for joining us and to all the callers listening um, through their cell phones and to everybody listening in the chat room. Our scripture reference for today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 13, verse 24 to 29. And it's about, I'm actually probably going to, yeah, I'm going to read um, to, to verse 30, actually. The parable of the weeds, and I'm reading from the Leadership Bible, which is the New International Version, and the Word of God reads as follows. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field, but while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, Then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? The enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may root up the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time I will tell the harvesters, First collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it to my barn. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. That story has been shared in church after church after church um, about wheat versus weed, wheat representing your life and weeds equaling death. But I have to share with you, I, the biggest takeaway for me, and, and, and I will share that I was um, the youth director 
for my church for many, many years, so I have a tendency of breaking things down <laughs> in their, like, lowest common denominator just to make sure my itty-bitty five-year-olds understood scripture. Um, I, the biggest takeaway in that scripture for me is everyone was sleeping and his enemy came. We all can understand the concept of the, the, the weeds being planted with the wheat and understanding that always as we walk among us, there's always going to be people that are not on the, in the same place as us. They're not on the same spiritual place as us. They're not vibing the way we vibe. They're doing their own thing and kind of can put a little chink in our flow. But we have to understand if we're not cognizant that they're there and if we're not alert and if we're not paying attention, then the enemy is going to have an opportunity to come in. Whatever you deem the enemy to be, whatever your vice is, your vice could be smoking, it could be drugs, it could be alcohol, it could be sexual promiscuity, whatever that enemy is to you, you're going to allow it to come in if you're not aware that evil is always out to get you and take you off your path, take you off God's chosen path. One thing we really have to understand is that, and I, and I believe this from the bottom of my heart, that we are truly destined to live a life worthy of God's calling of our lives and that everything really happens for a reason, good or bad. My son was trying to get into a school of his choice. He's 20 years old, and praise God, he just started Monday. But we filled out all the paperwork. We applied for financial aid. Financial aid wasn't coming through. It was time for him to start on a Monday. They called us on a Friday and said he can't start. Oh, my goodness. I mean, my husband and I were at the school filling out paperwork, getting tax returns, getting all this stuff. And if he didn't start that day, it was going to delay his entry for school. And we were like, oh, my goodness, that means he can't start. That means that's going to delay graduation. It just, it just has such a snowball effect. Well, I did share with many of you that I recently opened um, an office for the National Women's Cancer Alliance in North Jersey. This is going to trip you out. While I was driving to go look at the space, we happened to drive past um, this sign that was, you know, with a different school. And I said, you know what, let's, let's just go see. Let's go, you know, take a look at the school. So that day, without an appointment or without anything, we went to the school. The admissions counselor was, is one of the dearest people I've ever met in my life. She walked us through. She said, listen, if we can fast track this, we can have him start school right on time. We did paperwork, and the funny thing is we had already filled out like the, the federal financial aid, so we were already in the system. It was just a matter of adding that school. Long story short, his school that he's in now has a higher graduation rate. It's just a totally better experience. But it all speaks to being cognizant and being alert, not losing focus on what we're supposed to do. The word sleep in the scripture in Matthew chapter 13 represents not being alert, not being fully present. For those of you that listen to the show every day, you know last Monday we did the entire show on staying fully present in the moment. I, I shared with you how people get angry because I don't click over for call waiting. If I'm on the phone with you, I'm on the phone with you. It speaks to that scripture, speaks directly to now the second half of that, 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 that parable does talk about mixing of the good and mixing of the bad. But, that, but, but right there it says sleep, 
they were asleep and his enemy came. That's in verse 25. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came. We have to be alert. We have to be cognizant. We have to be aware because if we're not, let me tell you, Things are going to come our way that we're not prepared for. Things are going to come our way that we don't want. Things are going to come our way that we're not even ready to handle. I've got a lot more scripture to share with you. Um, you know, today I have so much more. I just want to give a big shout-out and a big hug and a big welcome to everyone who is um, listening to the show. Just uh, let's get into a little bit more music, and on the back side of this, we'll continue our weekly Bible study. It's your girl, Cy Brown, checking in for the Cy Brown Morning Show. Are there any blessed ladies in the house? Hallelujah! Glory! Turn to the lady next to you and tell her, Come on and bless the Lord with me. Tell the other person. Come on, put your hands together, ladies.
got hit up in the um, – someone just sent me a text message um, about the scripture. I just want to – I want to read a little bit about the parable of the sower as well because I don't think we can really um, talk about the parable of the weeds without talking about the parable of the sower. Um, but I really encourage you to um, do some reading on your own. I will share with you the scripture. The scripture comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 13, and verses 1 through 23, excuse me, is the parable of the sower. And then 24 through 30 is the parable of the weeds. And that's where I read from. That's the scripture. If you need a, um, a scripture reference for today's show, I encourage you to, to continue to read on your own and really understand because a lot of times we can read the word of God and it means one thing one day and we read it another day and it, 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 it means something totally, totally different. So I, I, I was just hit up and I was asked that you can't really, and I was told, Sai, you can't really read one without reading the other. Well, um, I did extend the show just a couple minutes because I, I don't want to seem like I'm doing a hit or miss Bible study because this is really, really important. Um, and I really believe that, um, you know, just kind of how we live our life and the things that we do uh, is, you know, we have to have, to have some level of um, dedication and seriousness to it. So I will read. Um, I'm not reading the full thing because it's, it's, it's very long. But I'm going to start from chapter 18. So it's Matthew um, chapter 13, verse 18. And, and the word of God reads as follows. Give me one second to, um, to see if anything's going on in the chat room uh, really quickly because I don't want to miss anything. Okay, hi, everybody. I'm not really um, going to be in the chat room too much because I want to uh, I want to get back to our lesson today. So I'm just saying hello to everybody and just know that I love you and, you know, we can do acknowledgments really um, at another time. But from chapter 13, verse 18, the word of God reads as follows. And, again, I'm reading from um, the book of Matthew from the New International Version. Listen to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in his heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The one who receives the seed that fell on rocky places is the man who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since he has no root, he lasts only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, he quickly falls away. The one who receives the seed that fell among thorns is the man who hears the word. But the worries of his, I'm sorry, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke it, making it unfruitful. But the one who received the seed that fell on good soil is the man who hears the word of God and understands it. He produces a crop yielding 160 or 30 times what he has sown. I said this actually at the top of the show. This scripture is used by so many churches, and I'm sure we've heard it millions and millions of times, in the context of sow your seed in good ground, uh, you know, when you're, when you're um, you know, when you're making your tithes and things like that, you want to make sure you sow it in, in good ground. We all kind of know that, and, and, and maybe I'm being a little bit presumptuous. If we do, that's definitely not my intention. I'm not trying to be presumptuous that everybody goes to church. And everybody. But 
it's really my desire to just alert you and bring you information that you can look into your life and apply in your life. So to, to the person who sent me the text message, I'm not denigrating or dismissing the, the fact that this scripture does um, in a major way relate to um, how we tithe and our relationship with church. But I need you to understand that there are a lot of people that listen to the show that may not be regular churchgoers. So based on that, we have to kind of look at how we can take the word of God and apply it to people who are outside of the four walls of the church. Because as many people are inside of the church or as many people that will not go to the church for whatever the reason is, for varying reasons. So so just understand that I'm not taking away what you may think that scripture means, but I do have to make sure that the people that listen to this show do not feel alienated because I'm not sharing it the way you may interpret it. And again, I, I did say this at the top of the show, I take away, Cy Brown's personal takeaway is that we want to make sure we're not sleeping. We want to make sure that we're not uh, kind of caught like the, the security guard uh, in the little booth outside of the warehouse and then uh, the warehouse ends up getting robbed because the security guard was sleeping. We just have to always be mindful and always be alert of all of the things that God really wants for us. So, I mean, we just have to be resistant. Matter of fact, let me let me, there's another scripture that I have. Um, oh, my goodness. See, I don't have it in front of me right now. Hold on one second, everybody. Uh, I, you know what? I do not have it in front of me. Uh, okay. No, that's not the right one. I'm going to actually um, put it on my blog this afternoon because the, the, the scripture that I had in mind for today was, Sleep and the enemy will come, and that's the message that I wanted to share. But I do want to um, make sure that you get a full scriptural reference of what I was meaning by um, sleep and the enemy will come. And I will go into my concordance and share that information with you because I want to make sure that you know that I'm not just uh, arbitrarily pulling stuff out of the air and uh, just giving side ground interpretation. Um, so on that note, yeah, I just wanted to make sure I shared that. So um, just really quickly. Uh, a welcome to all of our guests. We have a lot of guests in the chat room, so thank you very much for, for listening to the Cyber Morning Show. This is our weekly online Bible study, so feel free to weigh in. Feel free to add your comments. Feel free to add your thoughts. Um, and to anyone who may have missed any portion of the show, you can definitely download it through iTunes. Let's get into a little bit more music. The show is actually extended just a little bit today because I, I really want to make sure that we're, we're kind of clear in our one accordance. Um, so thank you for listening. Let's get into a little bit more music, and then on the other side, we'll wind down our Bible study.
lot of uh, notes in the chat room, <laughs> and it said, Sai, I love this song. I love that song, too. Bye, Paranoia. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to get off the air, too. I extended the show a couple of minutes just because um, I wanted to get some scriptures in. I went back um, while I let the song run a little bit longer. The follow-up scripture to Matthew 3.24, where I was saying about sleep and the enemy will come, comes from the book of James, chapter 4, verse 7. The whole concept of James, chapter 4, is about submission and submitting yourself to God. But within that context, verse 7 specifically says, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. The gist of that is, Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. And that ties back into Matthew 13, 24, and 25, when it's the parable of the weeds, when the Bible says in the New International Version, but while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came. We have to make sure we resist the devil and things that are not of God at all costs. So I am happy I did extend the show a little bit because I was not getting off the air until I found another scripture that dealt with sleep and the enemy will come. So I put James 4 through 7 in the chat room, and I also put Matthew 3, 24 through 29. I want to make sure we I give you all uh, total information. So, so thank you so much for bearing with me today. Um, Everybody, <laughs> uh, I just want to say really quickly in the chat room, Sandy put, I hear, I hear Sai dancing. How can you hear me dancing? And you're in Ohio and I'm in New York. <laughs> but anyway, thank you to everybody, Sister Pendleton, Paranoia. I'm sorry, Paranoia had to go. Um, Sandy, Tina, PD, just everybody else is joining me in the chat room. And to everybody who's dialed into the show and listened through their cell phone, I think that's CQ on the line with that 732 number, um, 571, 770. We have a bunch of 973. Um, 323 uh, that's dialed in on the check-in. So thank you very much for listening to the Cyber Morning Show today, which is for our weekly uh, Bible study. So join us again next Thursday for our weekly Bible study. Always remember, we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening today. I love you all for listening. I love your... Um, you tuning in and trusting me to, to have God work through me to bring you message, his message, and bring some fun and some light and love into your life every day at 9 o'clock. I love you all. And if you want to hit me up on Facebook or uh, anything like that, please do. And my email is sd at com. I'd love to hear from you. Love you all, and I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.